man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the stream that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going. Alright, welcome. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse as we are every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, Beefsteak. Yeah, I now I don't have beefsteak uh on my end. Yeah, you do. You there do. we I, go. Do. Now we do. All this newfangled technology. Yeah, I don't uh I don't know how all this technology works, but I see you're not in your normal um, seating area this My, morning. No, I'm. They put me back in the shed. Yeah, as they should. <laughs> as they should. I got demoted. I did a couple bad things this week. Yeah, I talked out a turn. I I did all kinds of stuff that just didn't go over well. So I'm in the oh, shed this week. week. This week you talk out a turn, and <laughs> that's it. That's that's uh, outside of the radio show, and then there's this whole thing about peeing in somewhere where I shouldn't have. I mean, it just it goes on and on. I think you're building illegal fires. Uh, was one of them. <laughs> you have a thirty foot uh, fire that was built with the uh, pallets. Yeah, I didn't realize you'd built. Uh, I thought I. I guess I'd heard about some bonfire you'd built, and. Uh, finally saw the video was that last night yes saw the uh-huh. video of the fire that you had built and it was and if uh, you're gonna do something you got to do it beefsteak style you know i mean just epic yeah never forget that we put you know it's a 10 foot fire ring that's got blocks you know cinder blocks or fire blocks that are uh, probably what three feet tall yeah it looked illegal is what it did it looked (laughs) illegal we got tj back we got tj here one two hey look at him jiminy cricket jeez louise come on now you teach a old dog new tricks something something about an old dog anyway i don't know how that story goes but <laughs> well he's just an old dog i guess i guess that's <laughs> what i'm trying to say good morning Jeez, good morning gentlemen so sorry about all the craziness and all the hey uh, it's just... fine 
it's fine. It is. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. What do you expect? Yeah. I didn't even intro anything. I didn't even know what was going on either. I was just (laughs) talking to beefsteak. We're just having a good old time about a bonfire that was 30 feet tall and how good morning regulators. You're tuned into the outdoor zone. Yeah. It's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday morning, seven to 9 a.m. Live. On the Blowtorch 102.7 FM ESPN in Austin, Texas, or recorded live as a podcast for you out there in the podcast world, 24 7, 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms or at the outdoor zone, theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. Co managing the ranch with me is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. Wearing his tw- Trump 2024. Hey, that's that's bold, baby. Good looking hat. I uh smells like cigarettes. (laughs) I know where you got that. (laughs) (laughs) I bought it at a gas station in East Texas. (laughs) We're smoking indoors. It's still, and I'm not. I'm not saying anything other than East Texas. uh, Yeah, Yeah. I'm not. I'm not advocating to vote a certain way or anything. I'm just saying that. I'm wearing a brand, you know. That's right. That's it's right. like Levi. I mean, who's this Levi Strauss guy? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's right. Right. Nobody's well, and it's about not as, running for office. People about as outspoken ones. as Levi's is <laughs> with their anti gun. That's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. So I mean I wore, people I, wear this Ralph Lauren stuff. I mean, who's that guy? Monsieur Le Lauren. And in the beef in the bunkhouse with us as well is beefsteak. Oh, where where married, the beef? Married to cheesecake. Oh yeah. And uh, Jack is the ranch hand that got here early to try and knit this whole thing together. Open the gate, fired up the old pot belly stove, and uh, got us started. Grateful to be here on another fine day here in the United States, America, America. Bring it. Are you eating a pop tart? <laughs> it's got to be a honey bun. A granola bar. Oh, a granola bar. Oh man, I'm a granola. Isn't you, that what you they seem call like the kind Isn't of guy what they call granola these days? Hibiscus and how can you wear a Trump 2024 hat and wear and eat you know granola and bark and listen, berries. listen. That's how. That's how well rounded I really am. You know what I mean? Hmm. I could wear a Trump hat, Birkenstocks, eat granola while boiling a deer skull. And walking your rhyme winder while yeah, the, yeah, the, your special and dog. voting American. <laughs> That's right. My and God. splitting the ticket. Drinking a Starbucks, too, probably. No, there ain't no, you, there ain't no splitting the ticket, don't. There ain't no splits. Although there I was is. at an event, I, I, I was at an America event. I was at an event this weekend. I was at an event this weekend, and uh, our organization, Kids Outdoor Zone, got Organization of the Year in the metropolis of Smithville, Texas. And but at the oh, event, it was a chamber I, event. You yeah, didn't know was, that? I thought no, I had no oh, idea. I thought all you, the papers. He was so I proud. You were, uh, you were talking about the Kids Outdoor Zone events 
that were, you know, people from out of town have been in town and y'all been doing dinners and all kinds of stuff like that. And then you gave yourself an award or something. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Say, so, hey, we got a bunch of people coming in town. Who's let's give an award. I'll give myself an award. You know, who oh, I it was so funny. Him? I was at this small town, Smithville, Texas, Chamber of Commerce banquet. And we got small. Uh, we got organization of the year. But it was funny because there was like six or seven politicians there running for mayor and and district this and all that sheriffs all the sh the two sheriffs were there and everything and everybody's coming up shaking hands and all that stuff and i was thinking i could be mayor of this town i could run for mayor i could i could be a politician and then i thought no no, no. Golly, that would be miserable well if it you would. did vote in this mayor. day and time in this day and time could you imagine having to deal with what that is well, you if you gotta, did, if you did, TJ, you would have to vote in. You know what you would do? Make the uh, McBrides your favorite the gun official, store. The official gun store of the world <laughs> yes. is McBrides Guns. McBrides Guns, family owned and operated, full service firearm dealer. It's who we trust with our constitutional rights. That's right. Austin, family owned and operated. Uh, looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry? Yeah, be one of the millions of people who now personal carry. What was that beef that we heard the was it yesterday we were talking about uh oh a, a friend of ours, a friend of ours. Okay, I gotta tell the story. Uh, yeah, save the story. Okay, okay. It's Roll a great it. story. It's about a it's about a tow truck driver in Texas. Uh McBride's guns, they're the place we go to get any of our firearm needs, uh, personal carry, hunting, uh, whatever it is. You'll find McBride, same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 512-472-3532, or just go online, McBridesGuns.com, McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns are our hometown gun shop. All Ooh. right. Women falling in dumpsters and tow truck drivers on the flip side. No, I'm, you get yeah, it I'm all. True, that's it. Well, I mean, it really is. Getting on all true. the top. It's uh, the Outdoor Zone. We will talk a little fishing on Flipside. Stick around. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack em. And stack them, would you? All right. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the outdoor zone. Hey, it's Ram Truck Month right now. And the best part is 0% financing is back. That's right. All 24 Ram Lone Star Editions qualify for 0% financing for 72 months. That's the best deal on a truck out there at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. And besides 0% on Ram Lone Stars while it lasts, take 10% off MSRP on all trim level heavy duties. 0% will save you thousands alone in financing charges. Plus any heavy duty, uh, plus any Ram trucks you buy from Nile Maxwell in Austin come with a free, that's right, free lifetime powertrain 
protection plan for as long as you own it. It's covered. You have Niles personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. Headed to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Ooh, 0% financing. Now we're talking. Uh, now I got to go get a truck. Yeah, we're talking oh, about no. maybe a little swappy swappy. Oh, Lord. Swappy swappy. It. So, so you're going to tell your this story? Week, I got all... Is he going to tell his story about oh, the tow truck right. driver? Yeah. To- yeah. You yeah. want me to tell Go that ahead. story? I'll tell. Okay. So I'm with a bunch of people last night and some friends are trying to get one of their uh, vehicles back. They were having problems with somebody that ended up with one of their vehicles and they're from. Wait, from what does that of- mean? Oh, it's a long, it's complicated. It's a complicated it story. Complicated. Just let's just say they're from out of town. They're within a hundred miles of that vehicle. So they called a tow truck and they said, Hey, if we find this vehicle, will you go get it? And they said, dang right. We'll go get it for you. Are you the owners? Show us the title. Okay. You're approved. Well, okay. We'll go get it for so you. So they were like owner financing it to somebody. Yeah. It's a repo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so Rogue. they, uh, Dude, this sounds they, sketchy. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of, but, the, that's not the cool part. The, the, the story is, so they told the tow truck drivers, they were talking to him and they said, they now found a tow truck driver that would go undercover yeah, to go get this vehicle, wherever they, if they say it's over here, they'll go get it. So they go, uh, so they're talking to the tow truck driver and they said, well, now the guy that's involved in this is sketchy he's been he's got some felonies he's been known to be Wait, a little rowdy and the he's one been telling maybe the story? potentially potentially possibly may have a gun and so the tow truck driver says sir we're in texas and if he's got a gun that's fine tell us where the vehicle is we'll go get it <laughs> and i just thought <laughs> That's right. That is a Texas tow truck driver right there. That's right. Everybody's got a gun. You pull a gun on me. We do the gun thing. Okay, we're going to do that. But and you need your vehicle been back. committed on? Because I think the tow truck driver at that point uh, would hold the uh, upper hand on that deal. Here's your bill for $11,000 repo charge. Oh, I see Potentially, what you mean. Got a guy out of town going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> Worried about the other person having a gun. Oh, it was a dangerous. The point in the story was that Texas is cool, <laughs> and nice. our tug truck tow truck drivers, Texas men, Texas guys, they ain't worried. They ain't some scared. Texas they guys. They get the truck. They did not get the vehicle yet. Oh my gosh. All that for all that for nothing. <laughs> no, that's all right. You dissected the perfectly good story. Cool, cool. I, were, I, were, I ruined your yes, entire you did. Tow yeah, truck that's fine. Fantasy. Now go ahead and talk about fishing and let me yeah, comment your, while your you whole, talk about your your whole bass tow fishing truck fantasy story. You go think ahead. he wants to be a tow truck driver and go do that stuff and be on TV? That's what you're so, saying. Uh, yesterday, you got your lun, did you? 
You're looking at your new Lund. The uh, Tackle Warehouse Invitational on Sam Rayburn happening right now. The final day going on right now. Marshall Hughes, a local Texas guy, rolls in to the Major League Fishing Invitational. I believe he's a rookie. And uh, rolls in there, catches 38, almost 39 pounds yesterday to rock it up from like 70th to first place after day two brought a giant do y'all understand do you understand what i'm saying 38 yeah 37 fish or what oh he had five fish oh i thought this 38 you could have as many fish as you wanted no that was the new major league fishing invitational five fish limit the series i fished last year and uh yeah Brings in 38 pounds yesterday. Three fish over 11 pounds weighed in yesterday. Wow. Three Dang. fish over 11 pounds That's out in East in Texas, in too. You fried them babies tournament. up. I was there two weeks ago fishing uh, the tournament. Ten days ago, two weeks ago. How many 11-pounders did they bring in during your tournament? They did not, I don't uh, believe, bring in any 11-pounders. Two, two weeks too early. That's right. Should have been here. Should have been here. Two two weeks ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Probably would have felt better too. Oh man. <laughs> I don't even hardly remember fishing the tournament that I was there for a couple weeks ago, the Brandon Belt tournament. I had the flu. And come to find out it was the flu. I did find that out because my daughter uh got tested when she ended up having to go to the doctor after eight days of having a fever so anyway well that's all right you're just part of that 20 million people that caught the flu and you're just part of the spreader i should have got my flu shot i guess or whatever whatever i'm supposed to get right really would you do that no last time i got a flu shot i got the flu so all right that's the idea of it (laughs) let's inject you with some of this toxic virus yeah, and then I go out and get the flu, so I quit getting that flu shot. No, I did. Hey, then you feel crappy twice instead of just you once. Need, you know what I mean? If you need to get the shot, you know the one that makes that. Uh, what's that one where you, if you had small poxes or if you had chicken pox as a kid, you can get it as an adult. What is that oh, one? Oh, I don't know. Beef, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, what is it? Gout, not gout. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of that stuff, some of that stuff, you know, I, I, it, they just messed up that whole vaccine thing by anyway. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Talk about fishing. Jeez. Sorry. We're, we're back. Take it. Take the wheel, Cody. Take it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, was he I just thought it was, did, did it, do we know fisher- what he was fishing with? Did they say yeah, what he was fishing with? I believe most of these guys are. There's a couple guys throwing rattle traps, which is notorious for uh, Sam Rayburn, and particularly this time of year. Most of these guys, on the other hand, are uh, doing what I said last week. What I said last week was the bass fishing tournament scene is changing, and live sonar, live live sonar, is where everything is and where everything's going and you can watch it happen 
on live right now. Guys staring at their screens, throwing little, you know, worms. And you know, and and that's jigs it, at these fish. And that is such a. You such... just brought this whole thing down for me. I was trying to be well, excited about bass fishing. Excited uh, about tournaments. We exciting. So it's exciting. It. Let's go fishing tomorrow. Make me bring up again this change that is really hard. So Cody, like you know, in Cody Ryan's mind, it's like people walking around or sitting at a table eating and they're all looking at their phones. I, I, exactly. That's the same analogy for the bass fishing. So, That's you know, good, actually, Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge. And that is a, a I'll tell you, I'll tell you knowledge. That is just that is horrible for bass fishing. That is like. Let me tell you, let tree me, with the apple on it. Let me tell you about knowledge. I have found out that there's only one way that I will protect my family from this point forward, <laughs> and that is with a health share. And finding affordable, top quality health care options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, those who are self employed. And now, true health share is who I have my family covered with myself and my family. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account, and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's it. That's how it works. That's how all of it should work, in my opinion. You can find out how much you can save. By going to myshare.org, Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. If it hadn't been weird yet, it will on the flip side. News of the weird coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Uh, the Outdoor Zone, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, file, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page at the Outdoor Zone. Com. Yo, this is beefsteak and everybody. Yo, at some what'd point. you say? Did you say yo, this is beef yo. steak? Yo, yo, baby. This is beefsteak. And uh, you know, everybody needs their auto repaired or their vehicles repaired. In fact, we we're gonna take cheesecakes, Durango. We were just gonna go, we we're thinking about trading it in. But instead, we took it over to Sun Auto Service. And uh, because we feel that Sun Auto Service is a mechanic you can trust, and we we and our friends all use Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. I think that's older than Cody Ryan. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You want to go find your location? Mine happens to be at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park or 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. 
Or you could go find their other locations outside of Central Texas. Just go to sunautoservice.com. I follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. All right. Good job. Now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Okay. Tell me how this happens. Hmm. Tell me how this happens. A woman in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, let's see. Is that it? New Hampshire? Manchester? Uh, no, Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. So, uh, a woman fell into a dumpster while throwing out her garbage and was later rescued from a trash truck that had compacted the container contents while she was inside. <laughs> Luckily, neighbors heard her screams and the trash co- compartment was equipped with a camera. The driver spotted the woman stuck inside and called 911. By then, the driver had reportedly compacted the garbage up to four times. I'm sorry, I can't let this sounds like the tow truck driver story a little bit, you know. Rescuers well, that's why basket. he's a tow truck driver now. <laughs> Rescuers used a basket ladder to reach the top of the truck and lift her out. By then she was standing, talking, yelling, but was not yet alert enough to answer questions. The one was taken to the hospital after Monday's misadventure. So a couple How of does things. this have to do with the outdoors? No, why it's news so of the weird. weird. It's just weird. So, but, but how did she, how do you fall into a dumpster unless you're like, you don't sling the bag. You don't have to get up above it to sling the bag inside of it. And then, and then I don't think she was getting, I I don't think there's, it was an accident. I think she was in the dumpster. I think she she accidentally tossed her MD 2020 bottle in there. Or mad dog bottle in there or something because this just don't equal anything not and then you get stuck weird. in it yeah it seems a, yeah. like i tell the koz kids every the thread runs all the way back in the alcohol when you have big problems like this and the weird stuff that happens you're like where did it start mm-hmm I an invasion of big-headed ants has changed the landscape in kenya Elephants wander a landscape that has fewer trees and more more open grasslands. At a wildlife preserve in Kenya, lions, cheetahs, and mingle with zebras and elephants across many miles of savanna. Grasslands with whistling thorn akea trees dotting the landscape here and there. There used to be many more trees. What's What's happened over there is they have kind of like the crazy ants and the fire ants and all that stuff. They have a new ant over there that's killing the trees. Acacia and... trees. Yes. Those acacia, acacia trees. Uh, isn't that what we like the cool wood to use now for like wood floors and. Oh yeah. Isn't that yeah. the cool, the cool one that it, not anymore. I, I like anyway. Yeah. Well, it was used. It, it was you know it was an an elephant 
favorite and but it's beyond eating leaves uh the elephants pulling down the branches and knocking the trees over uh so it's it's just turned out to be uh turned out Wait. to be 70 Wait. to 80% of the trees have been destroyed or cleared in the last 20 years anyway it, the landscape to, of africa i don't guess i understand what that has to do with the ants so the whistling thorn trees and the ants had a steady mutualistic relationship and support each other for many years then the invasive ant disturbed their relationship setting off a cascade of events that changed how elephants act and what lions eat the effects oh, of which are still the, playing out today because the ants were biting the elephants that's what it was yes i'm <laughs> sorry i should have just went all the way through it from start to finish i still don't understand but maybe i'm just not understanding you, you don't understand so, how an ant can affect an elephant that's what you're saying that's correct yeah uh, you and a lady ants? in a dumpster i guess yeah, it's kind of like weird. how i can affect beefsteak you know, an ant and an elephant. It's just irritating. It's just <laughs> yeah. super irritating. <laughs> yeah, I like, see the relationship now. I get it. Okay. I get it. Well, I'm glad other people can see it too. Yeah. We have yeah, they saw we it have, last night when Cody we have Ryan like was 27 there. people just clicked off and went over to. Well, um, the funny thing is, radio. yeah, last night we had a, a function we were all at for the kids outdoor Which zone. rare. A rare function it was mm -hmm. we were all there and and uh, a dinner all dressed up none of us sat together which is great <laughs> yeah i and, tried but i sat close enough to beefsteak where i i had to call him out a couple times to either stop talking when they asked when they just like introduced him or something or uh to sit down or oh to stop talking when somebody uh was at the front of this event speaking i had to yell at you dude i was in mid story talking. i was right in third gear on that story yeah. i was just getting ready to it was high gear. 20 minutes left tops like you were almost done with it <laughs> yeah the whole thing i can always count on you to in 20, call me 20 out. minutes i would have been done with the story I, I went over yeah. there to give him a great big hug, TJ, and he just kind of he just pushed well, me. I, I felt like I away. had to be the disciplinarian, you know. Well, cheesecake now I got to call sitting him over so. there. Cheesecake, your wife was just sitting over there being sweet and smiling, and I felt like somebody's got to be the disciplinarian in this relationship. You know what I mean? And, and the and the 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 MC of the show and everybody up was up on stage, and they're starting to turn the lights off and. Everybody's just waiting for beef to finish the story and <laughs> yeah. lights going off in the back of the room. Click, click, click. I know if they flash it four times, that's my cue. They said, you know? I, we're going to go around. Uh, we want to introduce a few people and beefsteak was in that list. And they said, we want you to just tell everybody your name and what state you're from. And that's it. Beefsteak. That's it. Don. That's what they said. So, that's oh, we don't want any more information, no more stories, no just tell us where what state you're from. Man, it's a hard uh, and, okay. and the the funny thing about it, the funny thing about it is 
the two days prior to the event last night oh no was 10 guys practicing how to do that in like two minutes or one minute or how to how to do a presentation and a program in a short amount of time yeah abbreviated hey well i I hit my mark. It just wasn't the right story. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you did great, but we're, that's the wrong story. Oh, man. But, yeah, okay. So what you're saying is that you are now. <laughs> Here it goes. Here we go. We're going to synopsize <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. That's, okay. Minutes you later. are now on the board of directors in order just to keep an eye on me. Is that what you're saying? I got to call well, you. You're sir really, now? man, you took that to heart, didn't you? I was I did. joking. So I got introduced as on the board of directors for the Kids Outdoor Zone. TJ is the founder of the Kids Outdoor Zone, and Beefsteak is lead, is one of the outfitters for the Kids Outdoor Zone, meaning he trains other, uh, or he goes to events all around the country or has the potential to go to, you know, uh, all around the country and introduce from cheesecake introduce uh the kids outdoor zone to new men right this program to new men and so i made the joke last night to beefsteak that the only reason my i've been tasked on the board of directors just to manage just to manage him and that's that's all the task. That's the only task that I had as on the board of directors was that's just right. to manage. They were sitting day. around a board table going, How are we gonna take care of this? Yeah. Um, you know, how we need to designate one person Obviously, to manage out of control. Who can do it? Who can and it was do funny it? because you're the only person I told that to, but now the world knows that I made that joke and anyway. Right. And they're going to be expecting okay. something from you now, Cody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm going to have to manage you. No, I just hey, made myself. Thanks uh, to yeah, our, yeah. we want to say thanks to our friends over at Factory Mattress. Man, they are, uh, when Mrs. Graney and I were trying to figure out a mattress and we did all the online study, we did everything. And then we went to our buddy, uh, Steve's over at Factory Mattress, walked in the store and had no idea that they had this right fit, fit sleep technology mapping technology and we used it they they ran us through the right fit sleep mapping technology and came up with the right mattress for us to choose we went over and chose that mattress and voila so it's shop smarter not harder with science back sleep solutions at factory mattress that's what i'm talking about they make uh, factory mattress makes it easy to save money in your back with free delivery setup and removal. Get the right bed now at factory mattress where we have sleep down to a science. Go to factory mattress, Texas.com factory mattress, Texas.com. All right. Coming up next game warden field notes. It's the outdoor zone. We are live in the bunkhouse and you can catch us 24, seven, 365. At theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning.
All right, welcome back, regulators. Hey, Keystone Bank, experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by our good buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team, and operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. We always go the extra mile to help our neighbors reach their financial goals. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. Yep, with online banking and a handy mobile app. You can do all your banking online. Uh, to learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. You got that new building, 13715 East Ladera Boulevard out there in B Caves or 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, Texas or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Defender of the Outdoors. Commercial fishing crew member lost at sea. This is off the Texas coast. The, go the Coast Guard along with local partner agencies searching for a missing crew member from a commercial fishing vessel near Bolivar, Bolivar Peninsula, red leather, yellow leather, Bolivar Peninsula, missing is a Nicaraguan man lost seen wearing black windbreaker pants and a blue sweater. The Coast Guard received notification from the captain of the commercial fishing vessel, the St. Joseph, stating that the crew member was last seen at midnight. Two response boats and a helicopter crew participated in the search along with the Galveston County Sheriff's Office. The search was suspended after crews searched approximately 115 square miles for a combined 13 search hours. So I have some thoughts about this. First is a Nicaraguan man. Hmm. Um... Why do I feel like that could potentially be sketchy? Yeah. What? And, what is and, that? And mean? then he's wearing a black windbreaker and blue sweater. Well, that's not weird. It's just weird that they pointed it out. Like, yes, okay, this guy's lost at sea. Oh, he has a. This is a either a. This is either a son-in-law that wasn't acting correctly, mm -hmm. or. It just seemed sketchy to me. I don't know. I mean, it's uh, who? So this is a. Uh, you don't wear a. You don't wear black and blue. On a fishing vessel, if you go overboard, you're supposed to have on bright yellow or orange or. And white shrimper boots. I mean, this just shrimper boots are not staying on your feet if you're going overboard. <laughs> okay, well, that's the first. They're thing just that talking about. They're talking about black. A black windbreaker pants and a blue sweat sweater. This is that one of doesn't those sound like a guy that's no. that's working no. the fishing boat. 
Now, this is a soprano. So first of all, trip. this yep. this this crew, they blew it by. They had the perfect scenario to get rid of the son-in-law, and they blew it. Jeez, Louise. It's dark. It just turned dark. Man. It? I mean, and it's funny. Oh, you, I'm thinking about what happened out. It's Hey, it's at sea, man. Stuff happens. We don't na, normally na, talk na, na, about na. things uh, overseas. And it kind of brings to my or brings to light the story that I wasn't necessarily going to bring up, but I thought it was an interesting one. And I've tried to I've brought up the article and it's crashed crashed my computer twice now. Oh, um, oh, dude! I know. Yeah, get that thing off. This one's really dark. It's from uh, Israel. That a uh, it, which I thought. I mean, are they? It's. It, seems like they got a lot more going on you know than maybe this this article uh would i don't know it just seems like they may be a little more busy than uh a uh israeli nature and parks authority uh has campaigned for stiffer sentences for animal abuse and recently just gave a man 27 months behind bars for illegally hunting porcupines with dogs. He owes like $6,800 fine. In plus, Israel? Plus 27 months behind bars. This, this should times. have been the midst of the weird more than. <laughs> first of all, my question porcupines? though, first of all, my question was I, I mean, Hunting porcupines with dogs? Yeah. You got to have a really smart dog. A really <laughs> dumb dog. Normally. <laughs> normally Either way. Can, normally, you can only get a dog to to chase a porcupine once. One they, time, yeah. One time. <laughs> and then like you're digging quills out of their face with pliers. Been there, done that. Yes, and I had a Ziploc bag full of those quills for years i don't know why i held on to those quills that we dug out of one of well, this is one of our german abuse, shepherds face right? this is why it was abuse they, they got him is that maybe why? that's the reason i couldn't finish the article because it like i said it kept crashing my computer i guess I, i'm not supposed to get israeli news across my computer but it came up in you know my search for outdoor stuff and i thought it was so weird that uh i just don't i don't know i people don't people think israel a lot of people think israel in that in that area over there is just sand dunes desert you know they don't they don't know how lush and that how much vegetation and and vegetable and fruit production happens there i mean it is a and apparently porcupines mm-hmm. yeah they dogs. live there in the wilderness i guess Lots I think it, I think it said something like he he had gotten fourteen porcupines. Does that mean he had to go through fourteen dogs? That's what I'm thinking. Is that yeah, where it's the a one time use. From? Yeah, one yeah. time use, and that's it. Maybe that's where the abuse came from. The abuse charges that he got. I don't know. I wish I could dissect it a little more. I wish it wouldn't crash my computer to look at the Israeli Times or the Times of Israel. Uh, There's a lot but, going on over there. Cody Ryan. Yeah, the so. internet's not working as well, I guess, over there or something. But anyway, I we have, and, and I don't know if y'all if you have beefsteak, but uh Doug wills out 
But if you look at those quills from a porcupine, they have a barb on them. Oh, a yeah. Reverse barb. And they're not oh. easy to get uh, a good grip on. And a dog doesn't enjoy it very often when you're no. pulling those porcupine so quills. So some of this stuff, a lot of what you hunt over there, and there's a lot of ducks, pigeons, teal, stuff like that. Uh, but one of the things that they have a lot of, they have turtle dove. I don't think I want to go to Israel and hunt turtle doves. That just seems like <laughs> the not, holy, the holy spirit. That does hunt. not seem like I want to do that. I don't want to go. What do you hunt in an area that. with a bunch of olive trees? Oh, Is that where you'd hunt? Probably. <laughs> right. With the it, dog. It, 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 we're referencing the Bible. Of course, yes. Right, uh -huh. or I am trying to. Oh, yeah. Olive branch, olive branch. You just hunt no. olive trees. Oh, over the river, over the, you know. <clears throat> so it talks about hunting and it says daily bag limits on stuff. And it says list of permitted game species, 15 species of birds, no mammals or legal game. No mammals okay. or legal game. Well, I guess a porcupine isn't a mammal then. It is a mammal, I guess. That's why he Maybe was that's charged why, with huh? abuse. I don't know. And hey. it says hunting license are frozen. No new license issued. Well, there you go. We can't Man. go. Dang it. All no right. Turtle Coming up, hunting. we've got another hour. It's your lucky day. We've got a whole <laughs> other hour of the outdoor zone. If this hadn't been enough for you, we got your PETA report, your armed citizens report, all your favorite segments coming up. It's the outdoor zone. We're live in the bunkhouse you get it only one place 24 7 365 right here at the outdoor zone Doc out. DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Well, I say we and... 
beefsteak, nor TJ has made it back to the bunkhouse. I'm here. I just, I mean, they, had... they must have gone outside to. I get to pee off the porch. Yeah, pee off the porch, and uh, they got to talking. Probably beefsteak started a story. We did, actually. Yeah. We did. Yeah. And uh, and it was about you. Hi, hi, hi. And yet you know they what? remain late as usual to the bunkhouse. I think but... somebody said, save it for the radio here. You know, let's have this um, conversation on the radio. About hey, McBride's I'll tell guns. you. I'll tell you about the conversation we ought to have. It's about McBride's guns. Because with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, we say this every single week. And it means more each time we say it. It is imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust, McBride's Guns. They're a family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer in the heart of Texas, in Austin, Texas. They've been there for years and years. I would say over 40 years. McBride's 60. 60 years years they've been there. That's as long as TJ's been alive. Uh, You'll find McBride's in the same place. It's been for years right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. That is because McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. Before the break, we were talking about, uh, or during the break, or I can't remember when now, we were talking about, uh, different uh, hunting methods across the United States as you guys have been with some guys that are, are, are from different parts of the U.S. and Canada all week. You've been uh, kind- meeting as a group with with Kids Outdoor Zone guys, Kids Outdoor Zone, a youth outdoor ministry for boys geared towards uh, teaching them outdoor skills, hunting, fishing, outdoor adventure. And... Well said. Well said. And TJ, uh, the founder, Beefsteak, one of the leaders that trains other men or or, or in- introduces the program to other men around the country. Well, once a year for the last couple of years, you've brought in a group of these men from across the country. And obviously, all men that love the outdoors, love hunting, fishing, love what we do, right? The outdoors stuff. And teaching that to young young boys and men, and uh, but it is interesting when you hear, and, and I think TJ, you've probably had to adapt some of the lessons and 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 things as you've learned the different hunting things that are that happen. You know, we're so used in Texas. around the country, yeah, around yeah, all the 20, uh, year all year round hunting. That's some of the things these guys just. It just drives them nuts, especially Buddy Steve from California. It's like you guys, you guys can hunt something year round. You go hunt hogs year round. You guys can and, hunt uh, exotics. Yeah, we got you know we got exotics. things, we got stuff. Well, and Beef and I were talking about this, and and there are we were talking about how there's elk opportunities and buffalo and and stuff like that in Oklahoma, which you know didn't really put two and two together, and all the different things. And then we started talking about, well, what, what do you even hunt for anymore? I mean, I'm not a trophy hunter. I'm not shooting for, for something for the wall. Matter of fact, I I don't want to spend the money on something for the wall. It's got to be pretty dang unique to get a place on the wall. 
And uh, because at some point in the not too distant future, it's going to have to either go to one of my kids' walls or to Goodwill. <laughs> you know, it's, so Goodwill, you don't send your mounts no. to Goodwill. No, okay, I don't think well, they would accept them. Drop them out, off at the Emporium in in. Uh, they don't even accept the Texas. used mattress at Goodwill. You know, I'll let, I jeez. I'm on a I'm on a Facebook okay. group that is all about taxidermy. And you can buy shocking me and pe- yeah, it's awesome. I, I'm shocked that you would be on a Facebook group. And, <laughs> uh, but anyway, we were talking about that. And then I, and then I said, well, you know, I'm a meat hunter. I really, that I, if I went to Oklahoma to shoot a Buffalo, I'm not gonna, I'm not necessarily, I might make a rug. I don't know. It might make a cool rug, but I don't know that I need a Buffalo head, but man, I would love a freezer full of Buffalo bison american bison. by american bison bud man i would i would i would kill for that well that's yeah, that's that's what we're little... talking about it's just about meat hunting and kind of like we're done with trophy hunting or that just isn't uh i don't know i can't say it's Beef not a steak. Big how can you be done if you've never done it you know what well, i mean I'm oh, not, I have no oh, desire. Oh, I, I have no, no from a guy. I, okay, okay, I'm saying it's not this a from desire a guy that doesn't have a big deer on the wall. I'm so. a farmer. I got the farmer's mentality. You just go produce it. You go get it. But you listen, listen. Process it and you eat it. If a big and, and, and I'm and I'm Obvious. sitting in a room. Look behind me. I got a javelina, a giant hog. I mean, I'm sitting in a bobcat. Yeah, so, you're no museum. judgment yeah. on if you want to go mount them, go do mount them, man. Go. I I love I love taxidermy. I know Y'all... you to the guy who's doing it himself now. Well, no, just just skulls. I've just boiled some skulls. That's or the whatever. beginning of the. You know, everybody have... starts with just one joint, one beer. It all starts with just one. <laughs> well, I really have. I really wow. have thought about. Uh, trying to buy a form or two and and shoulder mount something uh just because i thought it would be fun and you get to kind of figure out that artistic <laughs> you know it's just an artistic outlet I you guess. know what you ought to do and i like a little to, bit of art you ought to do this you ought to go outlets. work part-time or do no, an no, internship no. at one no. of them and learn See, how i don't to want a job do. doing that stuff no but if you, but I well, uh, and, he's, and he's not going to go work over there. He just wants to like figure it out. Yeah, I just want to figure it out and just do it like once or twice, and that's then the say way. that I did it. And oh, and yeah, I'm not a, a. It's going to be like one of those. Grandpa mounted that back there in 1940. His eyeballs are a little sideways. But... Yeah, I ordered those eyeballs off Amazon. Didn't realize yeah. I was getting raccoon eyes for a white tail. My great, great, great grandkids are going to be looking at Cody's cross-eyed. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Your, your granddaughter will be going, the eyes, they're staring at me. They follow <laughs> me as I walk around the room. And, and Sailor, my granddaughter, your daughter is going to be going, yeah, that was my dad. Uh, he went through a taxidermy yeah. stage. DJ, do you right remember? After, yeah, after he the farming the- <laughs> stage, right after the... He stayed out in the shop for, I remember that week that he was in the <laughs> shop and didn't sleep making that deer mount. DJ, do you remember that place where we were at the uh, the ranch for the kids' summer hunt camp? And, uh, you know, all those boys stay in that room, and there's there's mounts, right? And 
uh there was a uh, one big mount i don't know if it was a ram what was that one um uh, and i can't remember which one it was but, but uh i went in there early in the morning and i look up and the thing had a pair of underwear hanging over the front of it to cover the eyes the eyes because one of the kids was like at night the the pole light comes in the window and it was staring at me I could just see it. It was staring at me. I remember in my travels, so I end up in these towns where there's no hotels or anything. You just got to get a room like Airbnb bed and breakfast is still kind of a thing in some of these little places. And I got a room and these two little old ladies had this Airbnb and they put me in this room and it was full of those ceramic dolls all around the room. It was was like, Okay, Lord Jesus, I just ask you to cover me right now and blind the doll's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I, you probably couldn't get on. They were the in that sweetest room. little old ladies, and it was you know it was totally, it was just totally innocent of of everything. Um, so you, of course, I did hear this: Baldrin, Goldrin, Cauldron, Baldrin, <laughs> and they were. They were around a cauldron. You're they had that. brooms. They were boiling, <laughs> yeah, doing some they had taxidermy or right by the door. I don't understand. <laughs> Old TJ probably room. left the lights on while he was sleeping, and he changed <laughs> in the bathroom. I didn't right. sleep. Are you kidding me? I had all my clothes on, laid on top of the bed. Hey, I'll I've been to a hotel in in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. No, you won't. <laughs> that was. Uh, <laughs> That was, uh, I made a mistake and, and got a room there. And it was one of those things where you either pay by the hour or you pay by the night. Oh, and they had goodness. a key for Never, the uh, TV. Ever, ever. I didn't know I got dropped off by a cab. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I actually literally slept on top of the, of the bed. Oh, we've all done know. that. I did that. Yeah. yeah. We've all done that. My worst. What do you mean worst? we've all done that? We've all done that. Well, we've all stayed key? in janky had a places. Key, a key for the color TV where they, for $3 extra, they give you can the key in. It's like one Listen, of those Coke nobody tops. Nobody tops staying in the hotel above the Chinese food restaurant. And when I walk to my room, I pass the quote unquote continental breakfast that was still out that night of a bowl that was of nice orange of juice them. with flies dead on top of the bowl of orange juice, a loaf of bread that was still open with a toaster next to it that is above the Chinese food restaurant, looking out my window straight down. I was on the second floor, obviously, because I was above the Chinese food restaurant, looking down and next to the AC unit that was supposed to be blowing into my room where two people putting things into their arms and uh, laying up against this AC unit vibrating. And uh, they were getting high next to my AC unit. So That's a good one. That's that was good one. Anchorage, story. Alaska. I did not sleep there either. I laid on, in, in, on top of a uh, T-shirt that I laid out on the bed on top of <laughs> and left and, when you left <laughs> and hey, curled up and hey, my, yeah. my, my bathroom Sun was painted black. Sun auto. My Sun pain, auto. My, hey, if you don't want to <laughs> stay or get caught in one of those freaky hotels or motels, make sure your car, car's running. So make you sure leave. your car is running baby. And that's why we take all of our cars 
to Sun Auto Service. You know, it's a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company. Since 1978, I think that's older than Cody Ryan. So when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. And there's 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. At 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Also, outside of Central Texas, you could go see your location. Just go to sunautoservice.com. I follow them on Facebook because they give up great maintenance tips all week and specials. Just go sign up at sunautoservice.com. Well, I wasn't expecting that segment to go that direction. So, I'll say that we're going to attempt to do the Peter Report. Coming up, it's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. Hey, Ram Truck Month right now. The best part is 0% financing is back. That's right. All 24 Ram Lone Star Editions for uh, 0% financing for 72 months at our buddies over at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. That's the best deal on a truck out there, period. Plus, any Ram truck you buy from Nile Maxwell in Austin comes with a free, that's right, free lifetime powertrain protection plan for as long as you own it. It's covered. Start something new sales event from your Ram Jeep experts at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. You have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter where we sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. So, you know, we've talked many times in on this show about the Humane Society and their, uh, their the way they project themselves as this organization that runs these animal shelters and has rescues puppies and they play those incredibly persuasive videos commercials on tv with the little puppies in the rain and snow and that they're gonna die if you don't send 15 dollars a month or whatever that stuff is and uh and i had this somebody sent me this uh there's a kid's website that's got, it's like a kid's dictionary and it tells kids about all kinds of different stuff. And it has the humane society in there and it talks about the humane society. And it says uh, the humane society of the United States based in Washington, DC is an American nonprofit organization that does activism 
Against Animal Cruelty. It was founded in 1954. They do this by organizing campaigns to get laws passed and by investigating companies. Nothing in there so far, Mm -hmm. right? Humane Mm -hmm. Society opposes cruelty against animals used for food. Okay. Cows, pigs, farm animals. The organization works on a full range of animals, including pets, wildlife, farm animals, horses, and animals used in research, testing, and education. Humane Society works with other organizations, the Fund for Animals, to operate animal sanctuaries in five states. However, does not operate animal shelters itself. It also trains rescue groups. Humane And then here's the last line in the little description on this kid's website. Humane Society has been criticized for the way it spends money. That's how they go out. That's how they end it. That's it's just the last (laughs) sentence in this little thing. And I thought, okay, there's like five red flags in this description. If you actually know, or even think about it. And, uh, and then if you go over to the humane society website, it is a blatant, blatant, anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-you and me and your pets. Or in, and farmers, and and it has this one whole section against hunting, and in one of the sections it says to save wildlife from being killed just for bragging rights. Each year, hundreds of thousands of wild animals in the U.S. and around the world are killed by trophy hunting. The hunter's primary motivation is not to get food, but simply to obtain animal parts. That is not true. <laughs> trophy hunters are cruel and unsporting methods like baiting and hounding to target native carnivore, carnivores like bears, mountain lions, and wolves. And they shoot bounds. animals in captive hunts and participate in gruesome wildlife killing contests that target bobcats, coyotes, foxes, and other species. Animals are not trophies. And then it has a whole bunch of more negative comments the thing that bothers me about that is and they're mad they're mad one last thing and then i'll let you go they're mad that 32 states currently allow hunting of black bears well that's a good thing because that means they're 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 you know dominant right they've gotten big enough to do that there's enough of them. Well, they're talking about starting that, giving, making it available, uh, uh, starting to let you hunt. And what, what, what are we talking about? It Louisiana now. They're going to do a bear hunt in Louisiana. They did well in Georgia, right? We talked about or that. Or Georgia, yeah. That was yeah. Right. yeah. Anyway, it bothers, I just... me. it bothers me because as a hunter and as one that has hunted and taken... A dad. Taken... Well, I'm a dad as well, but well, I mean, they're taken, pumping this stuff out there to your kid, yeah, or kids. And I've taken over a hundred kids hunting and fishing, uh, I, and that number's probably low. When uh, when I look back at it, I was trying to figure it out. Many of them on their first time hunting, mm-hmm. and not one. T- now, look, every single kid 
not predisposed to any of this trash understands by the time I've taken them or already know because they're surrounded by, you know, those of uh, those people that understand understanding. Yes. That this is a, this is harvesting an animal is so means so much in so many areas. And as far as, uh, providing, um, you know, food, substance, all of those things. And when you get a rug or a skull mount or a shoulder mount or uh, those are byproducts, those are things that are not edible, right? We don't waste edible meat to have those things. Exactly. Yet, yet it's a memory and it almost gives like a, I look at it as, and I think we kind of talked about it last segment. I, I, or, or a couple segments ago, maybe I, I love to, I don't have many shoulder mounts. I I don't have, I mean, you know, in comparison to a lot of people, I don't have a lot of shoulder mounts. I don't have a lot of deer uh, skull mounts, but I can look at every single one of them and remember the exact story or the location or the the feeling the excitement of the hunt the who i was with i mean i stare i'm I, maybe i'm weird no but I, you I stare at my mounts or my even just my skull mounts and i stare at them all the time like you know when i'm sitting around the house or whatever and Go down Drinking, memory lane, you know, my morning tea or whatever. And I look up and I'm like, man, that was cool. You know, that was a cool one. Or I'm in my office and I look back at a skull mount and I think, golly, that was, that was a cool hunt. I can't believe that deer, you know, only went 17 yards after I put an arrow in it, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, that, I can't believe the blood trail was so clear. I mean, but Bad. those things, you know, that's the remembering. Uh, we did harvest an animal, you know, something with a, a beating heart. We ate it. We provided. It was substance to continue. And there's just so many elements to it that when it when people try and boil it down to just trophy hunting, you well, know, when it you, just irritates me, and and when you take kids so, out, it means when the, so when much the, more than that. When the Humane Society has their president's meeting and their CEO's meeting at Jean Pierre's uh, Steak a la Rose, and they pay one hundred fifty bucks a plate, two hundred fifty bucks a plate for this beautiful dinner, and have all their top supporters in, and uh, yeah, you know, there's probably little irony in that i'll tell you how i protect my family one of those things that's hard to find is a way to guard, uh, protect your family whether it be maybe you're self-employed maybe you're just tired of the way and the amount of money you've been paying i i literally save thousands of dollars a year by being on altrua health share and i haven't had to change doctors nothing has changed as far as my health care uh, has happened. Altria Healthshare is not insurance. 
but it's been supporting your medical needs for over 25 years. Altria HealthShare is not insurance, but it it provides a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. A dedicated member representative team helps members navigate everything from finding healthcare providers to guiding members through submitting medical needs for sharing. They have dental now. Did you know that? Altria HealthShare Mm. offers a dental plan. I'm about to sign up for that. I got uh, the deal the other day that I need to sign up for. it. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Go see our friends. You're looking for a way to protect your family. Do what I do. Use Altrua HealthShare. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. Armed Citizens Report up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Somewhere along the way. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. Thank you for being tuned in. Uh, we appreciate you listening to the show, sharing it, podcast, sharing it with your friends, telling them about the show on the morning. Thank you to all our first responders out there that listen. We get reports sometimes about you first responders having it going, playing in the station of the firehouse, and and it just we just are in awe of that. We appreciate you guys and gals. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. Keystone Bank, come join the bank of choice for Austin community members and families, entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, founded by our good buddy, Jeff Wilkinson, and his team, operated operated right there in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success, because we live here. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. That that it means that you know who your banker is. You need to borrow money. You need to get a new car, refinance something. You know who your banker is when you're talking to them over there. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. You can go anywhere you need to go, and it's log on and take care of your bank and pay your bills. To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, just go to one of their locations. They got that new one, 13715 on East Lebanon. East Ladera Boulevard there in Bee Caves there in Austin or 500 Presser Street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Okay, so being a living in the country, I've been confronted with some of this, as you guys may have. Got this report, an armed church employee in Kansas defended his fellow church attendees from what was from from that was acting viciously towards people arriving for service on New Year's Eve. Uh, as members of the church attempted to enter the building, 
they were confronted by a husky that was acting aggressively and charging at the families heading towards the building. The church employee went outside the building to address the issue. He found the dog continuing its aggressive actions. I wasn't Him- sure if you were talking about beefsteak yeah. <laughs> or not. A husky. husky. <laughs> <laughs> the, the employee shot and killed the dog. Local officers determined that the church employee was justified in shooting the dog as he feared for his safety and the safety of those nearby. The dog's owner, who claimed it had broken loose from its chain, claimed it had no history of aggressive behavior. We need to understand that maybe our pets are not always the same around strangers as they are with us, KCK, Police Media Relations Specialist said. So I've noticed that on the back of my property is some we got a guy lives back there not on our property but the property adjoining ours and uh he's got some dogs doesn't chain them up doesn't lock them up doesn't have a way to do that and one day as mrs green and i were strolling the back of our property his dogs rushed onto our property grabbed her little dog and attacked it rushing over there getting the dogs away, shooing them away, taking her dog to the vet could have been treacherous. Had we not been there on our property, needless to say, we confronted the neighbor in a best way that we could. And those dogs were removed. Uh, and we, uh, and then I was running, uh, a couple of weeks ago, in the neighborhood back behind our farm and a pit bull ran out and attacked a lab that was in the yard across from us peacefully hanging out in the yard the pit bull came out of their yard across this open area and attacked that dog and had it pinned down by the neck oh my. it was brutal we stopped our run and and i just stopped and you know, I'm not getting in the middle of that. Right. Cause if you beat on it, it may turn on you. I'm not turning out. And luckily the owner came out and got the pit bull and hauled it away. And I said, dude, not cool. If that was anything else, he'd be dead right now. And, and then last week, last week I'm running and got my dog on a leash when I run through the neighborhood and that dog came out again following me and my dog and i stopped and looked at him and you, you know hollered at him get back did you stare at him and so it, but but the went, ah. you know but the point is you can't you can't do that with dogs you can't you can't let a dog go out and if a dog is aggressive and it's off your property you you're taking the chance that somebody's going to pop a cap in it it's just going to happen that way. And in the country, dude, if, if your dog's running free on somebody else's land, that landowner, good chance that landowner's just going to shoot it. But, you know, reverse that a little bit. I mean, I like to let my dog off the leash and run and he loves running up to other dogs. But that ain't cool, dude. It ain't cool for your dog. He just plays with them. And and I know, you know that. But not every dog is that way. And you've also been confronted in, 
aunt being honest about it, you know, there's people who are walking their dog and they don't like your dog unleashed running up to them. No, they do not. You are right. They, and, and, they and, super and there's, nervous. and there's nervous. times that you're dove hunting and, uh, I don't like your dog running up to me either. We talked days. about that last <laughs> night, actually, while we were sitting on the porch about your honoriness about in my dog and you called it ADD and it's like, it's yeah, I'm trying to dove something. hunt. And there's this thing that's just jumping on you and licking on you. And it just it's loves. not a bird dog. Well, Your it's German you shepherd is so many not birds, a bird dog. It was so go. grateful. He you was have so to grateful admit. that you were killing all those birds and giving him something to do. Cody. I wasn't killing very many birds. Cause I had a dog. I was, you have to admit. He would, I mean, he didn't get the connection of it falling from the sky, but once it hit and you told him bird, he would go get it and retrieve no, it and bring it back. I will not admit that because it you didn't are, happen. I, I this is an imaginary idea oh, that you have a bird dog, German shepherd that would retrieve dove. The only Maybe reason I don't take him out there, is because of you now. You That's walk the out reason. there with the dog, you pick up the bird, you shake it around, and you put it in his face. He's going to hold on to it for a second, maybe. Oh, no, he goes in while it's flapping around. He goes in the bush, gets it, no. brings it back out, doesn't even mouth it. There's zero Man. chance that dog's had enough practice with you dove hunting that he can retrieve it. Oh, now we're going, now we're going personal. Now we're getting into <laughs> how many shells do you use per dove? Oh, my gosh. But I, I do have Zero a story chance. about a, a friend of mine that um, moved into a new neighborhood and he was one of our, our guys that served with us or didn't serve with us, but worked in our crew with the kids. And um, they, uh, they had a pit bull across the street and it came flying out and his little son was mm, maybe a year and a half, two years old, walking around by the fence. And it just all, I mean, so close to lunging on him. And uh, he grabbed him real quick and pulled him up. Well, it happened again later in the day, and that dog was running full. It was a pit bull, full speed, right at it. You know how they are. They look like little linebackers coming in to hit the quarterback, you know. And uh, he decided that was enough, pulled out his 40, and, uh, and shot it. It did not go over well. Police were called. Big, oh, big, yeah. big hoodoo. It is a major deal. You got to really, really think about that. I mean, no, he's protecting his son, but what there do you ain't do? no but. There ain't no buts when no. that dog comes onto my property. The butt ends there. Well, you should have shot that other dog then if he's attacking another dog. That's where uh, you if gotta, I'd, I mean, if I'd have had, if I'd have had my pistol at the ready, which it is. Now, if my pistol had been at the ready, if it's there's it, you can't, you can't have a dog act like that. It's not cool. It's not. I've heard, you know, once it happens once it's going to happen again. And I've got a very close friend of mine whose daughter, uh, was bit in the face by another family's family dog that they had had for years and years was she messing with his food or something you think no they were playing they were playing in the living room all the kids were playing and Mm. the dog no the dog was laying down i guess and the kids were playing and the dog jumped up in a freak deal and bit her in the face a lab a Mm. lab family lab 
bit her in the face and uh she's had you know surgery and all kinds of stuff to the peeled back face but that dog is no longer around and uh it was a pretty emotional deal for the the dad actually yeah for both sides i mean you know and my buddy whose daughter it was uh you know said look man she's gonna have to deal with this scar across her face as a girl as a girl and emotional emotionally yeah and the emotional you know she loved animals and or still does and uh now she's got a scar that she's you know Obviously, you can't see it, but as a young girl trying to, uh, I mean, I can see it, I guess. Uh, you know, you can see it. I'm just saying it's not a, you know, it's not, it's not if Dracula. You, if you have, something. I don't know how to ha- explain it, but anyway. If you have a dog that bites, uh, you just have to be careful with dogs. It's just, it, and especially if you're out in the country, um, you just got to be careful. Hey, I want to. It's wanna... so sensitive. There's not a more sensitive. Oh no, topic. it is. Yeah, because it goes it both ways. Yeah, right on yeah. either side. Yeah, it, that's very right. Very emotional. That's yeah. right. So, hey, if you're searching for a new mattress, uh, if your mattress is keeping you up at night, man, Mrs. Graney and I spent hours trying to figure out the best mattress, and then we went over to visit our buddy, our friends at Factory Mattress, and. Holy cow, they had that right fit sleep mapping technology and they showed us a mattress that was specifically designed for us and saved us tons of money. It was a personal mattress mapping technology. It was great. And now we have the mattress that we wanted. And uh, Factory Max Mattress makes it easy to save money and you're back with free delivery, setup and removal. Uh, get the right bed now during the factory mattress specials going on at factory mattress, where we have sleep down to a science, go to factory mattress, Texas, factory mattress, factory mattress, Texas.com to find a factory mattress store near you. All right. We'll close this whole thing up on the flip side, man. I got a storm coming through here at, uh, at the farm. It is raining cats and dogs no pun intended it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 you can catch us at theoutdoorzone.com You can buy me a boat. This is T. Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck White Trash and Blue Collar. All right. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. <laughs> we're in the, we're all around the country right now, and, and Cody's at the farm, and there's giant hail smashing. I'm watching river. it. Sma- I just moved my truck under, under an overhang, and... I'm watching right now. Giant. Sorry if it's loud. I don't know. It's loud. I can't hear it, but hey, if you wanted a new truck, you should have left it out there. If you wanted a new truck. No, no, I don't don't want to deal with all that. So Uh, much more. No, and I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, Cody Ryan's wife, Nicole. She took on a big task, a bunch of outdoor guys trying to figure out how to 
use a smartphone and transfer information and get online and communicate. And she was so nice about it. It was like, like wrangling cats or squirrels, probably more like squirrels or dogs that squirrels were going running everywhere, but she did a great job. Uh, Cody, I have to admit. Well, and shout out, shout out to all the guys from around the country. Uh, so KLZ kids outdoor zones and outdoor ministry for the men of the church, the mission field for those men are the fatherless boys and the fathers and sons in the community and in the church. And so there's guys from all around the world now that are going out, getting boys once a month and teaching them outdoor skills and character and values and biblical principles. And it's just an incredible thing that's going on. And a bunch of the leaders are in, uh, in Texas this week and just shout out to them and their wives for taking time out of their schedules, out of their busy lives and all that's going on. And, uh, shout out to them just for, for, making the next generation, the next generation of young men, a priority in their lives. Thanks to uh, Cody Ryan for stepping into the role as being a a legacy to the board and, and helping raise the money and do the things it takes to make the the program work and to beef for being there. uh, Not, not only as a comrade in arms with me personally, but as a, a man who's leading other men and, and uh, young men and has for many, 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 many years. His legacy will uh, live for a very long time through the work he's doing now. And so just shout out to all those selfless guys. And, and, and my, my deal is if we're an outdoor, if you're an outdoor person, if you're an outdoor guy or gal, uh, and you're not participating in training the next generation, your grandkids may not have the opportunity to explore the outdoors. The average kid's 40 minutes a week outside, 70 hours a week in front of a screen. 70 hours a week in front of a screen. That's the average kid. Uh, so it is our it is our responsibility as the adults of this world to make a difference in this world. So pick a fight somewhere. It may not be KOZ. It may not be the outdoors, but you, you need to pick a fight somewhere and go get in on it. Go get in on it. So anyway, that's my closing speech, but just super grateful. I, I will say though, those that people a, a, and uh, Nicole, yes. Love her. A, a report has come out that about 15% of Americans 16 and older fish on average of 20 days uh, this was coming out of a report from 2022, but that I guess finally got compiled. So 15% of Americans age 16 and older fish an average of 22 of uh, 20 days. So anyway, you I think that that's was good, good or bad? That's not very good. much. 20 right. days. I thought that was a good thing. I was trying to give positive light. I thought 20 days, that's more than once a month. 16%? Almost 20, almost two, twice a month. Two days a month? That's not quite, but one and a half. Yeah. Okay. Let's go positive on it then. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> fishing that is the cure. Even though hunting it, and fishing license sales have fallen drastically, and the next well, we kind of got average hunters from, in the upper 50s. We got a kind of a, 
at Anomaly in 2020, I believe, right. when the world. No, that down. was all. Yeah, that was. That's already. It's already turned around and plummeted. The license sales plummeted below pre 2020. You got to see this numbers. video that I saw on Instagram of this uh, bobcat hiding in a golf bunker on a golf course, waiting uh, for the balls to come. And no, drop it hunting, on the outdoor zone hunting, Facebook page. Hunting birds, ah. ducks, and stuff as they walk around the golf course. He's using the bunkers. <laughs> he he uses the bunkers, the sand traps, <laughs> as his hunting blind. I like and it. And he just crawls around the edges of the sand bunkers. It's pretty good. See, you can't take that one out because hey, it's too cool. I had uh, another one thing I wanted to mention. So on April 20th in Austin, Texas, we're having a big event, a fundraiser at the Hyatt in downtown Austin. And yesterday I'm with a bunch of these KOZ guys and we're having these conversations about, you know, the ministry and training up guys to teach the outdoors. And I got a phone call from a friend of ours who's going to come to the gala and his name's Lucas Black. And if you don't know who Lucas Black is, he is uh, one of my favorite people. Um, and he was in Fast and Furious and Seven Days uh, in Utopia. And, and Friday Night Lights. He was an actor. For, for that. He's the one that has that real heavy draw. And he yeah, doesn't CSI, care. CSI, CSI New Orleans. But anyway, he's going to be there with us. And uh, he's going to share on on some of the things that he's experiencing. And so we'd love to have you come out, grab a ticket, and, and hang out with with the kids outdoor zone group and and lucas black he's one Beef of those steak. he's one of our guys i will tell you that right yeah. Beef steak. what you got baby all right so i don't know why i say that every week Beef baby steak. i don't what know you why got? i call you baby all right carry on thank you parenting without a sense of humor is like being an accountant who sucks at math that's it. That's what beefsteak is going to say. Okay. Well, that's not as deep as it normally is. This week's Bible verse, Hebrews 12, 14. Pursue the goal of peace along with everyone and holiness as well, because no one will see the Lord without it. Yikes. Got to take that one to heart. All right. Live it, love it, learn it. Same place, same time. Next week. Hey, this week, folks, want to encourage you to get kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone, we're all headed to church. Want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community. Guys, get off the couch. Take your family to church. Um, it all belongs to him anyway. And, hey, if you want to start an outdoor ministry in your church, Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you want to get, if you have a little boy, a young man who needs some time with some other guys and learn some uh, outdoor skills and mentoring, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. And if you want to support the mission of no kid left inside, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. We take cash, cars, money, trucks, stocks, bonds, all that stuff. And uh, But support the mission of kidsoutdoorzone.com. Um, all right. From Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, Jack, the ranch hand that got here early and got everything set up. And to you, all the regulators out there, we just want to thank you. But from all of us to you, myself, TJ Graney, God bless. Regulators. Go 49ers.
regulators, mount up.